He could be between 22 and 26, maybe. 25. 25? 22. You're 22? Yeah. Wow. Good for you. Did you just start? So, and anytime now, I'll find the I'll find the love of my life. <laughs> yeah, follow in our footsteps. Yeah. Go to bars in Austin. That's how you find it. <laughs> with, with, wait, which one? Which one? <laughs> well, it's the acronym is Tits, but yeah. Tavern is oh, oh. the appropriate. You've probably been there. I've I've been there. I've been there twice. One of my favorite ones, actually, in the area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right you've definitely primer. been there. If you're going to school in Boston, you've definitely been to Tavern. My roommates are gonna love this story. No way. So before I make any assumptions, who's Kim and who's Roy? <laughs> <laughs> that's actually really actually, funny. Yeah, you could. Uh, I guess you never a, know. Both of them could be a guy. And girl I'm Kim. Yeah, Roy. <laughs> okay, nice to meet you guys. I don't want to make any assumptions. Uh, so I thought Fair. I'd ask. Uh, how long? How long have you guys been doing this? on instagram or just kind of generally working out oh good question uh i guess both but i was i meant the instagram but i mean we'll get to the working out part <laughs> i think uh, we started our account on april and then i think we started getting serious like posting consistently in august of last year yeah. so it's been like a little over it's been like about a year now i think since yeah. we've been like really taking it seriously like posting frequently and i think we show we tried for a long time doing like five days a week, like Monday through Friday, uh, three workouts per week. And then we do like a picture of us and then maybe a picture of her. And it's kind of, we kind of made it into a routine and we actually uh, recently took like a pretty big break. Like a uh, month. Yeah, we've taken a month. And it's actually been really nice actually to take a little break from Instagram, which is yeah. nice, yeah. And then so. Yeah, go mm-hmm. ahead. I was just going to say, working out, I don't know. We've been, I think we both played sports in co- high school and college. And then we just like, after like school, we just made it like a routine to go to the gym. Uh, yeah. We've been working out for a really long time. Yeah. <laughs> like as long like, as we can remember. Yeah, we're both 30. We just turned 30. Uh, she turned it in May and I turned it in June. Um, so it's been like seven years since we've been in college. Or eight. What, is it eight? Yeah, yeah, it's eight actually. Yeah. Yeah. And we've just been going to the gym consistently ever since then. And then we just recently started like videoing and doing all that stuff. So yeah, it's been cool. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. awesome. So I, I heard something systematic about the way you were describing your, um, um, your presence online earlier, you said three workouts and then two pictures. Um, is that how you go about it? Like you kind of like plan things out in advance? Yeah, we have like kind of a, it's like a black backlog of workouts. We have like, we're two weeks ahead of like what we post usually with yeah. workouts, but then the pictures are easier to take because you just, it's just a couple of snaps. Maybe you take a couple if you don't like a few of them and then you edit them. It's so pictures we usually do the week of, but then the workouts, we have like a backlog. Uh, yeah. And we post like three a week of workouts and then two pictures. Yeah. We're pretty like scheduled people, like regimented yeah. people. You can probably already tell. So that's yeah, yeah. Like, really routine based. Yeah. yeah. And like the Instagram and the gym is like such a small part. It makes our page makes it look like it's a really big part of our lives, but it's actually like five to 10% of our week um, yeah. every week. So we just like do the best we can to like fit it in when we can. And we work out anyway. So it's like, why not film it and try to help some people if they care to yeah. see it. <laughs> Um, yeah. so yeah, that's why we started. Yeah. Yeah. I think we got our personal training asserts. What was it? 2016. Yeah. Or? We got those for fun though. Yeah. Yeah. We just got them for fun. We haven't like, we're not like, we don't work at a gym or anything like that. We just got them for fun. Maybe help people on Instagram or, you know, just for our own sake or friends or things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's been cool. Um, yeah.
<laughs> yeah, I was, that was going to be my next question is if, I mean, I, d- I didn't think that this is what, like, kind of all you did in your life because it didn't sound like it kind of from the way you were speaking earlier. Um, do you mind sharing what it is that, that you guys do? Yeah, we do totally different things for work. I, um, so I'm a co-founder of an executive recruiting firm, which sounds fancy, but we basically, <laughs> <laughs> executive, <You got> me. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever works. Uh, no, we place executives at tech companies. So that's what I do. I've been doing that since I graduated and he does something completely different. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm an engineer at a biotech, uh, they're headquartered in Cambridge and they have like a manufacturing site in Norton. I spend my time like half and half in both sites. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Long Island Pharmaceuticals. I don't know if, you're, if you've heard of it or not, but yeah, I work as an engineer there and that's the full-time job. That's like the nine to five, you know, that whole thing. <laughs> this is, and then this is our, so Instagram is kind of something we do like for fun, but our real side yeah. hustle is real estate. So we own a couple of properties in the Boston area and we're landlords basically. So. Oh yeah. my God, you guys are fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> we really love it. We keep ourselves busy. Yeah. yeah, we like to be busy. We're very scheduled yeah, people, yeah. but we have we yeah. like just both like love business genuinely, and we connect around that. So yeah, yeah. that's yeah. like what we talk about all the time. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. It's kind of weird, but yeah. it works. <laughs> no, that's awesome. So it's really interesting. So you guys are together, right? And you also work together, like a pretty significant. Yeah. That's that's so awesome. Yeah. Um, well, our, our nine to five lives are separate. Um, yeah. You know. With, with our jobs but real estate is totally together instagram is totally together obviously so yeah we we it's like it's a good balance it's not like we do like full-time you know just us together but it's like it's a really nice it's really nice to have both i think i don't know we we would love to like do we would do all of our stuff together if we could we just yeah (laughs) you need the nine to five to fund everything my job eventually yeah (laughs) we can just do a entrepreneurial thing i guess yeah Oh, that's awesome. Did you, uh, have you always been in Boston or did you move here for your uh, jobs? Uh, I'm from Boston. I grew up in Rosendale and moved to, I moved around a couple of times with Stroxbury. Then I situated in Walpole and then she's from Long Island and she moved here after college. Yeah. I went to school in uh, central New York at Hamilton college and mm-hmm. I moved with a couple of friends right after school and I've been here for ever since. So eight years yeah. and we met right away. So yeah. And I went to school in D.C. actually. So yeah. I, I grew up here, went to D, uh, school in George Washington University for four years. And then I came back here after school. So, yeah, a little different story. Yeah. And yeah. so you guys met after you, after college? We yeah. met right after school. Yeah, we met February of 2014, which would yeah. be, we were both 22 at the time. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, 30. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's insane to say we're 30 now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. You guys, you guys don't look thirty. You look way younger than that. Um, I, yeah, hopefully it stays that way. And I, I mean it in a good way. Like you're definitely really mature. That's not what I'm saying, but I would not have. Yeah. Yeah. No, people say it in a way where sometimes where it's like, especially for me, where they're like, "Wait, how old are you? Are you like out of high school?" And I'm like, "Yes, I'm thirty years old. Like, let me into the bar. Like, don't card me anymore, please." Yeah, right. <laughs> um, if I get how old are you? Are you are you in pre med or are you in? Take, uh, take a guess. Take a guess. So if you're pre, okay, so he's pre-med. He's at, pre-med? Oh, I, no, sorry, no, you're there. not pre-med. You're at Harvard Med. Harvard Med or pre-med? Oh, Harvard Med. Oh, so, that's, so he's a graduate. So you're 20. He could be between 22 and 26, maybe. 25. Right? 25? 22. You're 22? Yeah. yeah. Wow, good that's for a, you. Did you just so, so and anytime now, I'll find, a, I'll find the love of my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, following our 
Go to bars in Austin. That's how you'll find it. Wait, which one? Which one? <laughs> well, it's the acronym is TITS, but yeah. Tavern and oh, oh. the appropriate. Yeah, you been there? You've probably been there. I, I've, I've been there. I've been there twice. One of my favorite ones, actually, in the area. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. you've it's definitely right. been there. If you're going to school in Boston, you've definitely been to Tavern. My roommates are going to love this story. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's how we met, actually. Well, I, technically, I mean, that's how we formally met up. We, the way we actually met was online, and our friends yeah. were actually talking to each other through the apps. It wasn't even us, and then yeah. they kind of forced us to meet up, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was it. Super <laughs> weird way to meet up, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, no, um, yeah, 22, but... To go back to you guys really quickly um so what made you do instagram um and kind of take it more serious is it because that's just who you are and you just want to like like to do things um i think it's actually because it was like one of our biggest fears we are not like social media people we didn't even have personal instagram pages prior to doing this together so yeah. it was kind mm-hmm. of something that we were like honestly if we could get online and post like publicly like we can basically do anything I think that's how we yeah. were thinking about it because it's just like not yeah. it's just like not our style really not like people who do Instagram yeah. are, it are like it's great um but it's you know like for us it was just a little bit scary so we were like hey whatever let's just give it a shot we had a blog um that we posted on relatively regularly like I wouldn't say completely regularly um and that was kind of like we talked about fitness as part of that it wasn't like completely about fitness but we felt like instagram would be a good way for you know people who are interested in fitness to like connect with that part of the blog um so that's like you know we started the blog first and then instagram but you know instagram was really something that we were like terrified of doing honestly yeah we were thinking basically like make we were thinking a couple years ago we wanted like another side hustle we had like our jobs but then we had real estate and then we were thinking we wanted like another somehow like another stream of income and then, so we thought of a blog and then she, uh, during COVID, she's a great writer. So she was doing a lot of uh, the writing and then we needed like a, like a platform to like reach people because the website, you know, you have to pay the SEO, you have to pay a lot of money for Google ads, all that stuff. Uh, Instagram is like a great resource to reach people. Organic, yeah. yeah. Organic reach, all that good stuff. So we decided to do the Instagram seriously last August and it's been I mean, it's been pretty good, I guess, you know, reaching new people, meeting people like you, for example, like we would, without Instagram, we would have never met. Right. So it would have been, you know, it's been, it's a great way to meet new people. So we're trying to take advantage of that, I guess. And hopefully it helps the blog at some point, I guess. Yeah. Give us traffic, but wherever that goes, it goes like at this point, I think it just turned into something we do for fun. And like, it's been really cool. Like people saying like, Hey, like I follow your workouts and like, it's helped me get into shape. I follow your workouts. Like I now work out with my partner or spouse or whoever, like that's been cool. Like somewhat unexpected, but like, I feel like we've like really enjoyed like reading DMS like that. That's been pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, That's been awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So are you still scared of being online? No. No, I mean, I wouldn't uh, say it's... I think in the very beginning, we were super nervous. Like, yeah. every time we posted, it was like... We're like, oh, oh God. Yeah, because yeah. we're, like, throwing ourselves out there, like, more than we ever did. Yeah, I would say now, though, we're not... No, we're not scared anymore. Like, I think it's actually helped us, like, open up a little bit, which yeah. has been great. Like, put ourselves out there and not care, really, what people think or, you know, what their opinions are. We kind of just do our yeah. thing and whatever the response is, it is. Um, so I think it's helped in that way, but still like every time we put, it's just not a natural thing for us still. Like I I don't think it ever will be. Um, so I don't know. That's like a longer answer to your question. So no, we're not scared, but it still is not like completely natural for us. 
Yeah, there's a little anxiety there yeah, <laughs> every time you hit that sure. button, I guess. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have. So I'm I'm kind of interested in psychiatry. So like, I want to dig deeper into the brain stuff, but I don't want to because I know that bore everyone who's listening to this. I love um, it. I <laughs> but oh cool so i i wonder if if you're like just aware of something that most people are not aware of which is like you're more in tune of what you're actually doing when you post something instead of making it seem um thinking that it's something that's insignificant because it's not insignificant like a lot of people could see your posts it's actually like more significant than going down for a walk and speaking to a stranger on the street i would say for sure. um for sure yeah definitely. yeah i think yeah sorry but no, no, no. I think I was like, I think it's interesting that people will post like, you know, I think you can kind of take it in one of two directions. You can either like portray yourself as something you're not online and like kind of like give off this facade and everybody is trying to, you know, give off a certain like appearance. Like you have to kind of like you, you're of course showing your best self, but I think there is a way to be like real about it. You can use your captions in a really good way um, and kind of like really try to talk to people and get to know who you're posting for. So I think that part is like pretty pretty cool and you go to your point you can reach a lot of people doing it yeah mm -hmm. that's kind of why i enjoy doing these podcasts because i think that's so i'm also really scared of putting myself online and when people see so i, used to, I started posting youtube videos when i was in um college and they were all like uh videos of me like saying what i was thinking about like different things in my life um yeah. so they're like pretty personal but i was so terrified of posting them but i thought that if i posted anything it had to be real like really really honest yeah. um and that's why I enjoy these podcasts now, because when I have a conversation, it's really hard for me to be fake because we're just having a chat. Um, yeah. But yeah. if I were to just post a picture, I have so much time to think. And I, that's why I don't like posting pictures as much yeah. as just doing these. Um, it's true. It's fluid. Like when you're yeah. actually having a conversation with people, yeah, like it is, is more relaxed. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Versus a picture is always going to be like, yeah, you know, you're going to post the best one that you get. You're not going <laughs> to, yeah. I mean, unless you kind of like post a, we've done swipe you know, posts yeah. where you kind of show like posed, unposed or like yeah. a transformation or something like that. But still, yeah. I mean, it's hard to not post the best version of yourself when you do just a picture. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, do you guys make money off of being online now? No? Right wow. Now, right. We had, uh, we've gotten a lot of like offers from like, like activewear uh, companies, not like huge ones. I think the biggest one was like, do you even or? Yeah, there's been a, there's been a, I mean, like we get outreach from people. It's just for us, it's weighing like the, like, do we really want to like hawk a pro first of all, like for us, like you have to know us as people, we like save pretty much every penny we make. That's how we got into real estate. Like we yeah. both don't come from money, yeah. we're really you know, frugal, yeah. <laughs> like we're super frugal people. Yeah. Um, so like to, for us to go out and be like, yeah, like buy this pair of leggings or like buy yeah. this like watch or whatever, like use our code. It's just like, totally so not something we would do for the most part yeah so we have been really really like choosy and careful about what you know about that side of things like so we've been we've yeah. gotten outreach for, for from some cool companies it's just like it's not to us it's not worth that like yeah. couple like hundred couple or whatever right. dollar whatever exchange to be like not necessarily inauthentic but just to like hawk something that we don't yeah. like truly 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 yeah, right. like ride or don't believe yeah. in you know? Yeah. I think it would be cooler too, if you could start your own company doing right. something like that versus like just, you know, marketing, marketing someone else's and just getting a, like a cut of the pie basically. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's yeah. what I kind of think. If it takes longer to, you know, do that, I think it's, it's definitely a better challenge than just like, you know, doing little like, yeah. you know, things along the way. Yeah. I mean, we, if we wanted to kind of take it in that direction, we definitely could. It's just like not, that's not why we're doing this. It's more like, 
you know, for right now, it's kind of like, you know, let's see if people can figure out who Kim and Roy are. Like if they think about fit, like a fit couple, maybe one day we come to mind. Yeah. Um, and, you know, maybe eventually that turns into something, but it's more of like a long-term view of it versus, okay, here's this short-term, like quick cash opportunity. We're just like not into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Does, does being online interact at all with your, either your other side hustle, which you, as you said, is your main one or your regular jobs or your personal life? I, we kept it pretty secret. Separate. Se- yeah. Very separate. And I, I don't talk about it at work. I mean, I, I just, I don't even know how it would come up in conversation, to be honest with you. It would have never even <laughs> without question. Even never. working out. Like it's yeah. not even like for mine. No, because like, it, especially like LinkedIn would be a good platform for us actually with our blog, but my yeah. job so much, my, cause I'm interacting with executives. So much of it is on LinkedIn. I would not like cross pollinate just because it is so separate. Not because it's like a thing, like I don't want to show. It's just, it just doesn't kind of like, it, it doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. Don't go well together. For yeah. the you kind of have like a different brand there too. Like exactly. you're, you're like executive recruiting, like blaze, yeah. like a different thing. And this thing's like completely different. You exactly. know? It's just like two different. Yeah. And, and in terms of real estate, we hope to one day kind of like connect with people uh, like for real estate through Instagram, it's just a totally different avenue than fitness. You know, it's yeah. like a totally different side of Instagram that you don't even see on your feed because yeah. of the algorithm. Yeah. If you don't <laughs> click on it enough yeah, yeah. or post about it. Yeah. Uh, so one day we'll see, like, we'll see maybe yeah. what, what happens. It's kind of like a winding road, yeah, we but really don't know, yeah. for now it's kind of just like, it's just like us working out and doing our thing and whoever wants to watch great, whoever doesn't, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I really like the way you guys think. It's very mature and thoughtful and I'm learning a lot just from just this very small conversation and I have so many questions about real estate, about you guys like working together and being together because I think that's, is it hard being together and working together? <laughs> I don't think so. I think we're, uh, for us, I don't I think, think so. Yeah. I don't know that it wouldn't be for other people. Like for us, it's just because we're both very like business minded and like we enjoy, we truly enjoy that. So it's like, when we talk about that stuff, it's not like, oh God, this again, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it doesn't feel yeah. like redundant or repetitive in any way. It's yeah. like, this is like what we both are like truly passionate about. Um, yeah. So it and doesn't- I think our values align with like the business ideas and just some why like, we life do in things. general, what yeah. we do. Yeah, I think we're both growth oriented people. I don't think we're like very fixed minded. So it's like, we kind of want like to evolve and like evolve, push each other together. So I think that benefits us. I think it's important to find like a partner who does that too. Like if you want to develop and grow, like you would want someone to like push you in the right direction. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Or bring out the best side of you. You know, some people bring out the worst side of, you know, me, some people bring out the worst side of you. You don't want, you wouldn't want to be in a relationship with someone like that, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like the most logical next question to ask you is, do you have any tips for a 22 year old looking for, for what you guys have? <laughs> I, I think the biggest thing, um, just like this is gonna sound like stupid in my opinion this is like from my perspective at least but it's just like don't be a pretender in any way like (laughs) be like what you who you like the person yeah yeah. the person you the person you attract is gonna mimic who you are to some extent like it's not like if you kind of portray one thing trying to go after some girl and you have this like we're guy and have this you know massive checklist of things and you're checking things off and you want all these things it's like at the end of the day just go for somebody, be yourself and, and go for someone who aligns with your values. Yeah. Like that's been the biggest thing for us. Like I never, I don't know, neither of us ever had like a checklist and it's like he does this yeah. or she does that. It's yeah. like, 
you know, we just like both really like, like each other as people. And we just were very kind of similar internally, externally, we're actually pretty different, but internally we're super similar. And that, that would kind of be our advice. Like we've been, you know, we're married now and you know, it, it's, you go through like ups and downs organically, I think, but it's like, honestly, like at 22, just like be yourself and try to uh, and attract somebody based on that, you know, not be mm-hmm. someone. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Answer that perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by internally and externally? You want to? So, uh, internally, I mean, I guess when you say externally, what do you mean? Like, well, I, like, ju- like, well, like, I don't jo- mean, like I don't jobs. Like jobs, like what is it like? Well, I'm just saying, out, like yeah. I don't mean externally in terms of like what you look like. I mean, so mm-hmm. like I'm more slightly more extroverted, and Roy's like slightly more introverted. Like we're both actually pretty introverted, but like I talk more, he talks less. Like there are some things on the outside that don't make us look like completely the same. I yeah. would say not too many things, but that would be like one example I would point to. Yeah. Like for me, like I also like really like makeup, and he like loves sports, and like certain like it's not all like you know the same it's just but when when you peel back like all the layers of the onion it's like the things that we value and the thing like how we live our lives and the reason we do things and like our intentions are very very similar I think Mm -hmm. um so that's kind of what I mean so I like I'm thinking more like surface level stuff I think a lot of people try to align the surface level stuff and that's where there's like a divide because then when you kind of get really get at it and like you try to get to know that person there's like there are big 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 differences and you just don't see that initially so it's like you kind of have to like work to get past that you know Mm -hmm. like the deep conversation (laughs) yeah 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 uh no a more selfish question just because i'm trying to figure out my own self through this conversation um were you always this authentic both of you or was this something you worked at um definitely worked at I, I used to be someone who like tried to just fit in all the time mm-hmm. around your age actually I had a lot of trying to always fit in uh you know never really just be myself you know like or like I always just care what people thought all the time mm-hmm. all constantly you know it was like and then once I just gave that up it was like a weight just looked off my shoulders kind of and just like I started it was easy to be myself you know and to mm-hmm. live life do what live life with intention and purpose and all that stuff that comes easy once you just become, you know, your authentic self. I think if you try to like mold yourself to every environment or situation or person Person. that you're around, it's exhausting. And I was like that at one point in my life. And it was, it didn't get me anywhere. You can't, you know, it's hard to accomplish anything when you're thinking like that, you know, I think it's easier if you just, you know, just be you and then just try to be the best version of yourself as at your, you know, authentic self. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I'm similar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I went through a similar thing maybe a little bit less than you yeah, I think you weren't I was as always... bad I think I was like a really big people pleaser like yeah. cared what people thought you know try yeah. to fit in that whole thing um yeah yeah like for example my I grew up uh like I'm Lebanese and like my parents were like they just the three things I could be was engineer doctor lawyer you know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying so to please them I became an engineer and my passion about engineering I mean that I wouldn't say that's something I want to do for the rest of my life but I <laughs> I'm still doing it, but it's because I took, I listened to them and, you know, wanted to please them and didn't want to get guilted by them. You know, I followed in their footsteps, but, you know, maybe looking back, if I didn't, you know, if I did whatever I wanted, maybe I didn't, I wouldn't have taken, taken that path. I'm not saying that was a bad path. I mean, I have a, I have a good job, you know, like I get paid well, you know, very stable lifestyle and it's helping me build other things like real estate and hopefully Kim and Roy, the company, uh, like the Instagram and all that stuff. But, you know, it's uh, you know now I'm more like I do what I want to do if like 
my parents want me to be somewhere on a Tuesday and I have obligations for something that's important for me, you know, I do that and give them an explanation. If they don't like that, it, you know, it's okay. You know, I'm not going to feel guilty about that. You know what I'm saying? It's, it doesn't matter. Like for us, it's like, if it's your parents or if it's a friend, like you kind of have to like, and some people obviously like family ties, it's hard sometimes for people, I think, but like, I think for us, like we went through a big period of just sort of, you know, really listening to ourselves and figuring out, you know, what is it that we want? And we talked a lot about that. And that's kind of how we, arrived at like the marriage piece of this yeah, <laughs> because yeah. like to us like you can't really get there if you're just like at least in our minds like if you're not yeah. just in lockstep um in terms of like what you want in life yeah i'm gonna get to, to that but I'm, I'm gonna come back to this very quickly you said the marriage stuff but uh roy you said you're lebanese do you speak arabic <laughs> oh man you're gonna kill me i you know i I used to be when I was a kid really good at it, and then when I went to I went to Lebanon like ten years ago. When I go there, I get really good at speaking Arabic. Mm-hmm. But if you told me right now I speak, I haven't been there for so long, and I my my parents speak it, but I, they don't they speak English to me, so I actually don't know it that well. But if you start talking like Arabic, I could probably understand it a little bit. Yeah, for sure. They spoke like half and half to you. Yeah, like it, it was, was confusing. Like- it was like a little bit of both. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. So would you be able to understand maybe if I if I said and something in Arabic? Maybe, yeah, go for it. Maybe I can try, try to hear. Where in Lebanon are you from? Where in Lebanon are you from? Uh-huh. My mom is Tripoli and my dad is from Immune. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I'm from Syria. I like, was born and raised in oh. Um And my aunt is in, in Lebanon. She lives in uh, Beirut. Um, oh, yeah. So I completely understand what you said about your parents wanting you to be one of three things. Um, and I'm, 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 I'm doing the exact same thing. <laughs> and you said, you, and you said at 22, you, you kind of, you were having that shift in your head. I am having it right this second as we're speaking right now. <laughs> uh, it's hard though. I mean, like yeah. if something is like, it's ooh. like, it's ingrained in you, you know, yeah. it's, it's tough to break those, like those things in your ear. Like it's fine to listen too. like he's an engineer like it's yeah. fine I mean I, it, yeah. it's you just I think ultimately like you, know, you want to find your way to whatever it is that you yeah want to yeah I think being passionate about I didn't realize it like around you know 20 21 22 like how important it is to like do something that you're passionate about because you're doing this thing for a long time like 40 50 years maybe like I mean I want to work till 70 80 you'd want to do something that you really like to do. You know, if you're doing something that you're not so passionate about, you're not going to be that great at it because you're not going to put a lot. I mean, if you like something, you'll probably put long hours without even knowing, you know, when you do like something that you're not that passionate about, you, you're looking at the clock, you know, you're not really, you know, pushing yourself to be, you know, the best version of yourself. You know, that's unfortunate because, you know, a lot of people make that mistake, I think. And mm-hmm. Yeah. And is the thing not engineering? for you yeah engineering like uh when i was in college just like what am i doing doing this you know because the first like i was just like oh engineers make good money you know that was the that was the only reason i did it and yeah they make pretty good money but you know someone who does something passionately like you know maybe it's real estate or you know maybe if you're a plumber you're passionate about plumbing you own your own plumbing company you know those guys make a lot of money too you know Mm -hmm. or whatever it could be welding or, or it could be a train like uh what is it a realtor real a lot of people make a lot of money if they're if they put the work in you know it doesn't have, have to like what you do you don't have to do these like professions that you know a lot of people talk about like you know lawyers doctors engineers they those are the ones that are put on the pedestal you know mm-hmm. in, in society that you know they you know if you are one of those you know you've made it mm-hmm. and that's not necessarily true i think i mean 
if you don't like your job, I think that's that's a big red flag. I think, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so. I can't say I don't. I, I can't say I disagree with you. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like one of these things, though. Like you have to be, unless like our opinion, of, like it's like if you come from a ton of money and like you're like a trust fund baby or something like that, yeah. then you can kind of afford to be like, yeah, whatever. You know, I'll start my own thing. I'll do this. Yeah. It's like for us, like we really have had to start from like you know ground zero like yeah. from scratch so it's like you do have to kind of go i mean for us like we went the sort of like stable we're going the stable route while we're building something else and yeah. that would like for us that's like that feels like the right yeah balance we're not like i'm not like quitting my job right now yeah. and just like you know screw that i'm gonna be an entrepreneur and just like you know do this the fitness thing i, I don't think that's a smart idea you have to have a little bit of balance i think you know our jobs right now is like the capital to help build like the real estate thing. It's capital to help build, you know, our, our Kim and Roy, like to whatever, blog, we whatever it ends yeah. up being, you know, that's, it's helping throw money into that. So that hopefully can scale eventually. And that we can then eventually there's going to, it'll be a point in time when, you know, that money isn't, you know, enough compared to like our side hustle. And then you can just, you know, push it transition, transition to like, you know, something that's going to, you know, be more beneficial for your time. You know, mm -hmm. it all comes down time i guess right now it's time wise it's okay to do like a 40 hour a week job with that pays me a six-figure salary uh then do like kim and roy full-time you know yeah because that wouldn't pay me the six-figure salary right now but maybe in four years maybe that's paying me who knows half a million who knows what it is I, i'm just making numbers up but yeah mm -hmm. and if it's something i'm passionate about too more importantly you know definitely jump ship to that you know <laughs> mm -hmm. right so that's how we kind of think of it i guess yeah are, are you guys happy like are you guys happy on a day-to-day basis day-to-day -day basis because i think it requires some happiness to be able to do this right like and instead of going at life with from a hateful like kind of lens yeah i would yeah, say yeah. like we definitely are i don't know i think there's like different types of happiness or like levels of happiness mm -hmm. i don't think it's like so like categorical like you're happy or you're not happy i think mm -hmm. for us the biggest thing is just like being grateful yep. and like as long as or living life like you can have like a ton of things going on and sometimes that will like get to us and it will be like oh my god like there's so much going yeah. on like we need, just need like a break you know it, it will like i'm not gonna lie it gets overwhelming sometimes but i think like the thing for us is like just staying super super great grateful and like you know focusing on that and i think for us like that's the reason why like we i don't know are able to like stay motivated in the gym and like stay motivated yeah. in our jobs and in real estate and all this other stuff just because it's like we're so lucky to like be in the position to be able to like do this and to have like the mental capacity to do this so it's like i don't know i think that that's like a blessing so as long as you're you know, for us like we because we live that way like i think we wake up every day like yeah. really happy right yeah i couldn't agree more I mean, it's like not perfect. Like every day is not like the yeah. happiest day ever. And it's like, yeah. we definitely are like, shit, you know, Some days like, are there's awful, like yeah. so much, you know, there's <laughs> yeah. a lot, but, yeah. and like, we don't know where things are going to go. And that's nerve wracking yeah. sometimes for sure. Um, but it's like part of it too. It's like, you knew everything like that was coming next. It's like, what's the point yeah, really? Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's the exciting part about it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. The unknown and, you know, setting goals and finally meeting them after who knows how long. I think that's, that's cool. I think that's what makes like true and then living your life with purpose, intent, all that stuff, you know, all the material stuff, that stuff doesn't really matter. Doesn't matter. Especially if you're just spoon fed it. Like if you come from a rich family and you're just given everything constantly, you're not going to, it's going to be tough to, for that type of person to be grateful for anything, I think, you know? So I think, you know, being grateful for, you know, anything you have, you know, it could be literally anything. And from there, I think you can 
build a positive lens and then that positive lens can push you to like further in life into whatever you're trying to do you know i think that's how like we kind of think of it and i think it's been working so far pretty well <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome, guys. You you should consider doing your own podcast too. I think you guys would rock it very well. Told us that. I don't. I can definitely see us doing it. Uh, I could not see us doing it YouTube. That's one thing people have said. Like you guys should try YouTube. We would be the most boring people. Seriously, like no one would want to follow it. No, I'm serious. Like our day to day is just so like boom, 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 boom. Like it's like people would be like, okay, like when? Yeah. This is really boring. Such a grind. Yeah. I don't know. And we're also like not like we don't love being in front of the camera, so Mm -hmm. it's like I don't know that YouTube would be the right thing. But podcast would be cool. Like maybe like a couple's podcast type of thing. Yeah. That would be fun. We thought about it. Yeah. like, how do you prepare for these things? You do. Is it just like? I mean, look, look at my hair. Do you think I prepare? <laughs> um, it's hard because uh, I record most of them on weekdays in the afternoon, and I like I just came back from from like the hospital and stuff today. Um, yeah. The way I prepare is like I I know a little bit about you, so it kind of just primes my head to like like where on like where the conversation could go. But I don't prepare any questions. Maybe I should. I'm honestly not not sure. But I I've I've enjoyed doing them this way so far, because um, yeah. I think yeah. I have like just I just use my own curiosity to kind of guide where the conversation goes. Um, That's awesome. But and and I I just like got this mic set up. It's kind of awkward to carry it while I'm like I'm facing my own computer. Like I don't need it. But <laughs> I think it it makes my voice a little bit clear. But also at the same time, I'm trying to like have a setup in my room back there so that I can have like people in person. And I think that's gonna make it even better but i haven't done it yet i'm doing my first one next week so we'll see um but i can imagine those yeah do you have to soundproof like the room and stuff like do you have i don't know yeah i don't know we'll see like i'm i'm doing it as as i go i think um so kind of kind of tying in some of the points we were talking about when i started doing youtube and um in college i like thought and planned like the videos and like um it required so much effort to like think about it. And I honestly didn't enjoy, I enjoyed making the videos, but I didn't enjoy the effort it took to make just one video. So I'm trying my best to make these as easy and effortless as possible for me. um, Just so that I can just enjoy what I'm like, what I'm, what we're doing right now. And so far it's been, it's been really, really nice. Um, I've enjoyed it so much. Um, Yeah, it's sustainable and you can like really scale it if you want to, like mm -hmm. if you're just kind of like doing it, like, not saying it's like minimal effort but like yeah. if you can really kind of like just do it because you love it and it doesn't require like a lot of the annoying work but as long as right. you can kind of like maintain that that sounds like it would be like a really sustainable thing definitely how do you do this with like all your schoolwork though i can't imagine yeah, doing that lot. that must be insane so that and stuff too. Like, yeah oh yeah i didn't even think of that like, <laughs> uh i mean we're all human the same way you guys do everything you do i do everything like i'm doing this um but yeah. So go, going back to our Arabic parents, um, I've always like being a doctor was always like the number one goal above everything. And once I made it here, I started, this is my, um, I just started my second year. So I, I started school uh, last August. Um, as soon as I started, like this depression just hit me. I was like, what am I doing? Why am I here? Um, and I was kind of also locked in a dorm room. So I had a lot of time to think and my, like my thoughts were all over the place. Um, and I realized I need to, I need to find out what I really, really, really enjoy. I know I like medicine. Like I, I can't lie to myself. I, I love like seeing people and helping them. Um, but I don't know if it's like the thing that I'm really, really, really passionate about. And this is being honest. Hopefully it doesn't, doesn't get me in trouble. Um, but I, I tried these different things. I like the TikTok for a little bit. I, I didn't like it. Um, and I keep going back to being online for the same reason you guys started doing online. Cause I, I have so much fear of 
sharing myself with the world that I know it's the right thing to do almost yeah. um, because I have so much fear. Um, so that's how I ended up doing this. Yeah, there's actually a girl in fitness. I think her name is, like, I don't know her personally. I've just watched her on YouTube, but I think her name is Stephanie Buttermore, I think is her name. She's a PhD in, like, cell biology, like, some- Black hair? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen her. She, 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 like, did, like, this experiment, like, bulking up, really, like, a lot, and then, like, yeah. Yeah, She went all in, like, to help with her, like, Mm -hmm. hunger. I thought that was actually really cool. Um, But she- uh, yeah, I think I've showed her too. I, I can't yeah, I, you'll, I'll show you later. You'll remember. Yeah. But she, anyway, so she got this PhD in, you know, like a super sciencey thing. It like was really intense, all this stuff. And then she started her YouTube and I, or I, she did it along the way, but still now she's like, you know, does YouTube and social media and all this stuff full time where she talks about like really science-based stuff. And I don't know, I think that's like a really cool example of someone who kind of like took like a very like serious career uh, slash yeah. like, you know, graduate degree and just kind of made it her own. She just, you know, it's like her own interpretation of it. Um, I thought, I think that's a really cool example. Yeah. And she also, uh, I, the only way I know her is because I think she dates a guy, uh, Jeff Nippard, and he's huge, yeah. but uh, yeah. he's, he also does the same thing. Like he thought that like he breaks down thing very, things very scientifically. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. Now I got it. Yeah. It just yeah. like clicked. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they were pretty awesome. She's Asian, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah She's yeah. either Asian or Hawaiian or yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that. Gotcha. She's some, yeah, yeah, I don't know exactly what yeah, she yeah. is, but... Um, yeah. So yeah, they both talk about it in, like a very science-based way. And I think, I mean, it seems like they connect around that. So yeah, I always thought they were like very uh, cool and they both obviously use like their science background, but in their own sort of way. I don't know. It's yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. They have a really good uh, YouTube page. Yeah. Like, she, really cool. Both of them. They have separate yeah. ones, but yeah. Oh, do they? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's how this came about. We'll see how long I, I enjoy it right now and I'm trying to enjoy it as long as possible and yeah. see where it goes. Um, and it's like, why not? If you have the time and you love it, I, you'll yeah. always make the time if you love it. You know. Yeah. That's I think yeah. that's kind of. Yeah. No, I was I was excited for this when I was when I was walking back home. I'm like, I can, I can either study for tomorrow. Or I can have an awesome conversation, and I'm gonna I'm gonna end up studying anyway. But, yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I might as well have a conversation too. Yeah, and it's like you don't want to have regret at the end of the day. That's like yeah. I think like something like yeah. I, like we're really really afraid yeah, of. Yeah. It's just like going out with regret yeah. and that to me is like so terrifying and it's like yeah. you don't do these things that you want to do and you just like yeah. think back and you're like i coulda shoulda woulda like yeah. that sucks so yeah. you know exactly. you might as well just try and see where it like takes you right yeah so when did real estate uh come in the picture for you guys it was like <sighs> literally right after we got married we were like yeah. let's do it um, we were thinking about we, it for a really long time. Yeah, we were thinking about it. I honestly wish we did it so much earlier, but right. um, we started in 2019, 2019. When did we get married? 2019. 2019, October. We started in November of 2019, yep. and we bought our first property in Dorchester. Um, what was it? January or February no, of 2020? January of, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, January of 2020, and then yep. we bought our second one in September of 2020, and then yep. also the current place that we live. So we yep. literally went from like... <laughs> nothing to like three yeah. in one year but yeah. we were like really thinking about it yeah. for a long time yeah. we just and saving a lot saving yeah. a lot yeah. savings a big thing and now we're right now we're looking to buy like a multifamily somewhere in the greater boston area we're we're hoping to look at this place in revere hopefully and hopefully that's it we look this this weekend actually we saw one place in brighton and on saturday we saw two places in medford yeah. one place in cambridge and then one place in what was the last place oh, yeah. Uh, Revere. 
it was a, it was a rear, and all of them just didn't make meet the criteria. So we're back to the drawing board. Just from board. a numbers standpoint, yeah, yeah, these are all like these would all be like investment properties. So right yeah. now we're kind of like we're evaluating, you know, like the triple deckers. Yeah. Boston, like the three yeah. layers, like that's mm -hmm. what we're looking at right now. So we're looking at uh, an opportunity to buy one of those in the greater Boston area, or a situation where we could buy a duplex, live in one, and rent out. Yeah. It's the called other. like a house hack. I, mean, I don't know if you've heard yeah. of that term before, but yeah. Um, you, or you watch bigger pockets. They talk about that stuff a lot. Whichever and, one comes first, we'll yeah. go for. Um, but yeah, yeah. inventory is kind of low right now. So we're yeah, <laughs> inventory is really low. The prices are really high, but yeah. interest rates are really low. So that's like the one pro, I guess that's good. But yeah, it's so competitive right now. Like we put an in offer. In Boston and a lot of places, but here yeah. typically. Yeah. yeah. We put in an offer in, on this place in Revere like a couple, what was it? One or two months ago. And it got rejected like immediately on the first day. And there yeah. was like a multiple offers over our asking. Yeah. And then actually, funny story, that that building actually, two weeks ago, we found out it actually burned down. So we put in an offer <laughs> on this place insane. that actually ended up burning down, which is like yeah. one of these things, honestly, it was kind of a lesson. It like, like It was like a hint from God or something like that. It was like, like when God <laughs> like, you know, closes a path, like do not question it. Like, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. just kind of. We actually just drove by that place like a couple of weeks ago and it was like, it's, it's, really it's like, yeah. Now the owner of that place is trying to, instead of, uh, he was trying, he was offering 880. Uh, and now he's only trying to, he's trying to get it off his hands for 250,000 as like a, like a flip opportunity for some investor. Yeah. So that's a sad, sad situation. Like, I don't know if he didn't have insurance or, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Stuff like that can happen, unfortunately, but it's the risky take doing this type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm glad, I'm glad you guys didn't, uh, uh, <laughs> didn't get it. <laughs> Terrible for us. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. so what, what did you learn everything that you needed to, to do all of this? Um, uh, what was so the first place? Like really for me, I had a, always had a couple friends, uh, who their parents were in real estate. So I learned a little bit, like a little bit early on with that. Then I started, you know, I, I, you know, starting when I was like 22, 23, I read a lot of like books, but you know, self-development, you know, building wealth, all that stuff. And, you know, a lot of people, when they like a lot of books talk about like one of the biggest things to building wealth is real estate actually, because there's a lot of ways to, you know, when you buy a property, you know, you, you, the type of money you can get it, you can get principal, your principal comes back to you. You know, if you have a tenant, you get, you know, cash flow potentially, and then rental income, rental income yeah. Uh, rental income. And then, you know, there's appreciation, but, property will go up in value so so stocks you can you know it's only the stock will go up you know there's the and if some stocks they they provide uh, dividends so that's kind of like uh cash flow in real estate so there's only two ways sometimes in, in stocks it's more passive but real estates it's more you know you do a little bit of you have to work a little harder like there's more you know property management things like that you know you have to do bookkeeping maintenance all that's like a bunch of bunch of stuff but there's more you know as if you have a tenant or property, they're paying down your mortgage essentially. So you're over the, over time, you know, you get basically free money off your principal. And then hopefully if you're in a good area, your house will go up in value. And if you run your numbers, right, you might even cash flow. So that means, you know, let's say, uh, I don't know, let's say you buy a property and your mortgage is $2,000 and your re rental income from that property is, you know, $3,000. So that's 3,000 minus 2,000 is that thousand where you're cash flowing, you know, you might have, you know, you also want to factor in all the expenses like insurance, taxes, maintenance, all that stuff. But after all those expenses, you hope to grab cash flow every month. And then 
if you buy enough properties with cash flow, you know, it becomes like a snowball effect where, you know, you can buy, buy faster. Right. And mm-hmm. then, and then your tenants are paying down your principal. So you're building more equity in these houses over time. Mm-hmm. And hopefully your houses go up in value too. So then you get that equity as well. So real estate's a very, it's a very simple process that can make a lot of people rich, like build well. So you, you know, you don't have to stick to the nine to five job or anything like that. Hopefully when I'm, I'm hoping the goal is, you know, when I turn 40, I can leave the corporate world away. Like just put that off to the side and then maybe do that full time. You know, that would be the, that's the goal for me at least. Yeah. Yeah. And she likes her job. She has like more of an entrepreneurial role where she's, it's just her and uh, she has like another partner she works with and it's, she has a lot more control. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, For me, it's like, um, yeah, more like a resource in my company, you know, I have, you know, they need me to do certain things. If I want to do something else, you know, I have to, you know, you have to play the politics a little bit, right. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to get out of that, you know, that type of situation, you know, that happens in every big company, you know, so real estate is hopefully the avenue to get out of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We didn't honestly though, like to answer your question, like we didn't really have like any formal training in it at all. We kind of learned along the way. We also met like an amazing realtor. We actually found him on YouTube yeah. um, and he's an investor himself. So it's this guy, Lior Rosansky. Like if anyone is listening to this in Boston and they're looking to buy, sell, invest, anything, like you should reach out to him. Um, but we ended up getting connected with him on YouTube and he's like been huge in terms of like helping us yeah. find deals, run our numbers, really kind of like helping to yeah. teach us, um, you know, really what it takes to get involved in these yep. things. So I think also just kind of like it helped us to get connected with the right people yeah, early definitely. on and kind of surround, you need a team. Like, I mean, you need yeah. lawyers, you need lenders, you need realtors, you need a bunch of people, insurance, um, agent. insurance agents, yep. like you need people. So contractors. Yep. So I mean, kind of getting connected with those people um, early on to help us learn what we're supposed to do was like super, super helpful, you know, because you have to fill in for the areas you don't know yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Has it been getting easier the more the more you kind of dive into it? For yeah. sure. It, yeah. Like, it's scary, you know, the first time you do it. And it still is scary because there's, you know, a lot of risk and we're still relatively yeah. new to it. It's not like we've been doing this for years and years and years. And, you know, yeah. we're going to buy our biggest property coming up soon. So as we get more units, it's going to get more, you know, yeah. it gets a little it's more riskier com- yeah, and the financials and- gets more complicated you yeah know, the bookkeeping gets more confusing you know more tenants to manage it yeah it just yeah. becomes more and more work so um but it's exciting though it's really yeah we're lucky to be i can't it. believe we're doing this you know this yeah. is like you know this is always this is like a thought when i was like your age i know i was like oh i'm gonna do this but i never got i just got around to doing it at 28 you know i wish i did it at your age started at least you know, there's an opportunity, you know, you could do a house hack at, uh, if you only put, they allow you to, the government allows you to just put down 3.5% on the house, live in that house and then rent out the other units. And that's, I think a perfect opportunity for someone young who has a lot of potential and like, you can take risks when you're young. Yeah. Yeah. To like really jump into this stuff, uh, without all, you don't need too much cash with that opportunity. You know, you only need, so if there's a house, if there's a property that's 700,000, you only need like around 30 grand, you know, to get involved in something like that. And then once you move out, you can, you know, put a tenant in there and then cash flow and do it again. You can do this. I know people, I've read books where people have done this four or five times, you know, and, mm-hmm. and they did this starting in 22 and then they, they did it till they were like 26 and now they're like financially free. You know, it's, it's crazy, you know. It's tougher to do this in Boston. Depends on where you live. Like the yeah, lot of those people I, I, are. In I, yeah, that's not one thing. A lot of money. Yeah, right. It's <laughs> kind of tougher to do it in Boston. Boston's a really expensive market. That's not, so it's a little tougher to find deals like that. But if you're like in the Midwest or I don't know, 
Florida or any of those like cheaper where their properties are cheaper, you can do a, do a lot of these properties, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, become financially free at a, you know, like a younger age. You don't have to wait till 65 to like collect your 401k. Like, you know, like most people do it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, just in case I look this up later, uh, you said 3.5% if you, if you live in the, in one of the units. Um, you live in the, that building for a year. So for once- a year that's the you know that's yeah that's i think it's all. actually i think it's actually nine months yeah. but whatever it is nine months a year who cares like it's yeah. you mm-hmm. know it's time and then when yeah. you're done with it you can just rent out your unit and then yeah. depending on the deal like hopefully you can expect to yeah. like you know make cash yeah. from the rental yeah. income after all of your expenses are paid yeah um so our, our realtor actually had he did this exact strategy where at 22 i think uh he bought a place in everett which was around 700,000. He ran the numbers. He has a YouTube channel, actually. He ran the numbers. So when he was living there, uh, I think he was only paying like $700 to pay for the mortgage, like a, a huge, like a three family building. He was only paying mm-hmm. like $700, which is incredible. You know, so like housing, the biggest expense anyone has is usually housing. So if you mm-hmm. can cut down that expense, that ex- escalates your savings. So that means you're going to be making more, obviously, you yeah. know, no, no matter what you're doing. If you're a cat, if you work as a cashier or a doctor, you know, if you, can cut down that big expense your savings escalate and then when he moved out he he put a tenant there and now he's cash flowing money you know that property is giving him money on a monthly basis as so it's i wouldn't call it passive income because you know he has to do with it's you a know, lot of stuff you know he he'll, he'll get a call from a tenant or heater yeah. breaks or you know things like that happen so i wouldn't call it passive because like stock i think i think of stocks as passive mm-hmm. real estate you know you have to put a little bit of work into it but i think it's worth it it's definitely more passive than someone bossing him around and telling him what to do, though. So, um, exactly. Yeah, That's how I think your, it. like, it's all perspective. Yeah. It depends yeah. on like what you view as like passive versus active. But right. yeah, no, it's definitely people say it's like a passive streaming. It's definitely not a passive yeah, streaming. It's definitely not passive. You're you're doing stuff for yeah. sure, but like yep. you know, like it's not like you know, like our all of our collective jobs. Yeah, like right. it, unless you own like enough real estate, then it becomes like a full time thing. Right. But for us right now, it's not you know, with a couple of properties. It's not like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I want to ask you one last big question because I want to be respectful of your time. Uh, And I told you I'd come back to this earlier about marriage. Uh, You said that you felt like that was the next step in the path of like figuring stuff out. Do you mind expanding on that a little bit? Because another selfless question, because I want to learn about myself through through this. Do do you remember um, what I'm talking about? broke up a little bit there but no I remember the part of the conversation but we actually so for us um like for for us we're actually married so yeah. like we mm-hmm. don't oh, okay so so wait can you ask your question one more time you said know. that you were trying to figure out at the time um um and this was in the, in the conversation of like kind of like uh what what doing things for yourself and not for other people and then um kind of like the image that that uh, that we uphold that we, you're trying to like live your authentic self and stuff. And then you mentioned that you felt like, and, and you both kind of figuring yourselves out and you felt like marriage was the next step. Okay. Maybe, maybe we don't have to remember it. I want to ask you, when did you feel like it was the right time to get married? Yeah. Uh, so like for us, a lot of people, I feel like have this conversation, like specifically, like for us, we kind of like did yeah. every step, like very organically, like, I don't know. We just like, didn't talk about it. It just like happened. But with marriage, we talked about it. I mean, 
I don't know that like you, we had like a specific time. It kind of just like yeah. evolved, you know, it wasn't yeah. like this one thing happened and we were like, all right, you know, like for me, like, I think this you, is, like, you know, if it's the right person, you just kind of know. And you just, I, I knew three months into yeah. like dating him, I was going to marry him. Like, I don't yeah. love, you know what I mean? I didn't love him anymore that day than I did yeah. the day we got yeah. married, like, or today, you know, I think like yeah. for, but actually this is like one thing that a lot of people don't want to hear. Like, I don't know if this is like going to be a popular opinion in my opinion, but it's like marriage is also like a, a contract like it's like a business contract like it doesn't really have yes you have to be in love with the person and that but to me like that didn't change like I said three months into the relationship I knew I was going to marry him then and on the day we got married so that didn't change but the part that changed over time was like really getting to know him and our styles and our values and like what like can we actually in a realistic way build a life together do we have similar views on career paths? Do we have similar views on raising kids? Do we have similar views on what we want out of life? Do we have similar views on finances? Like these tough things like yeah. that to me, like those things really factor into whether or not you should be married to someone. You can stay in a relationship with someone for a really long time and not get married to them without, you know, matching up on those things. But for me, it was more like, so the, like the love issue and all that stuff like that was decided like a long, long, like when I was 22 years old, like that was a yep. long time ago. Um, but like, really, like, I mean, I think when we, you know, got into like our mid, mid to later twenties, that's when we really started learning, like, okay, we're really like on the same page in terms of how we want to live our lives. And we can like actually enter into a, you know, like an arrangement because of that. So marriage is not like this, like fantasize, like romantic, like it is, but it's like, it also has to be practical. Like, yeah if you wanted to be successful, like in yeah. my opinion, you know, if you overlook that stuff and you just go based on like, Oh, I love this person. And that, you know, sometimes if like, you know, you have to love the person, but there also has to be all these other things that line up. So yeah. I don't think like all these fairy tales and like rom-coms and all this stuff, it just like, doesn't paint the full picture of what it actually yeah. should be. That could work for a little while or like maybe the lust stage, but I mean, like really being a, somebody's partner for the long term, like, other things, you know, that are not so fun to talk about have to really line up and you have to kind of get there, I think. Yeah. One way to figure all that stuff out is living, uh, living with that person. I know like our parents were <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so against us moving in together before we got married. Yeah. And we just did it. And I think from there, like, you know, when you spend every single day with someone and force each other to have these type of conversations, I think you will figure out, you know, if you guys are going to be compatible and hopefully that ends up, you know, happening and you take on yeah. And then you pan down and you end up taking the next step into marriage. I think that's helpful. If you're just going on dates like every now and then and you do that for three, four, you don't really know. I mean, you might, but like you might, it t it'll take a long time to like really like know that person. I think you have to know that person on, at their worst and at their best. You can't just see their best when they're out to dinner with a dress on or makeup. Right. You know, that stuff is just, that's not, that's not real life. That's, not, yeah. that's not real life at the end of the day, you know? Real yeah. life is, you know, you know, waking up, going to work. <laughs> yeah. And I think like yeah. also, and not like also going through things together, like you yeah. have to have the relationship has to be tested too. It can't yeah. just be like, you know, everything we've both been through a lot in our lives yeah. and like, you know, I, and, and, you know, throughout the past eight years that we've been together and there's yeah. been multiple, multiple, multiple times where things have really, really been tested. And I think that's really important because you have to know like that your relationship can withstand some real pressure and not explode. Um, so for us, we were comfortable with that. And yeah, that, Played, I would yep. say like a big, big factor in terms of our decision. For sure. Yeah. Thank you guys. And then the last, last question is what advice would you give your younger self? And this is individually to both of you, Roy and Kim, um, when you were either 22, selfishly again, um, or even younger, like what's the biggest thing that you, that you learned through 
the many years you've been on this planet that would you think would have helped you kind of understand and appreciate life and understand yourself to the level that you do now? I think just, you know, number one, just being super authentic to yourself, doing everything with intent and, you know, do everything with purpose. Uh, live out, do everything that's in your, your best interest but without screwing anyone else over, you know, if you're doing anything, everything morally, ethically, and legal, you know, you should just, you know, you should just, and it's what you want to do, you should do it, you know, you shouldn't think about, oh, this person or that person, or, you know, this is not going to be good in this situation. I think if you just do what you want to do and you do it, you know, you know, you're not hurting anyone else, you know, you should do it. And, and, and life gets a lot easier. I think if you just live that way, I think for me, that personally, helped me. I wasn't like that when I was 22. Right now, you know, I don't want to say I don't give a fuck, but <laughs> I, 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 I do what I want to do. And if it's hanging out with friends on a Saturday, I'll do that. If it's, you know, looking at real estate, or looking something. at real estate, if it's hanging out with my family, I'll do that. If I, if it's not doing that though, and I want to do something else, I'll also do that, you know, and I don't have this guilt from other people, you know, you know, people have a tendency a lot of times to guilt you on like, I don't know if they're trying to, but they will, you know what I'm saying? Especially in our culture, a lot of it is like, Oh, you're not, you know, you know, you're not spending too much, as much time with us or, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, and, you know, I think it, they have, people have to respect your decision if it, because if, at the end of the day, you know, you better than anyone else knows you, you know, mm-hmm. so you have to do what makes you happy. And if you're happy, you can potentially help other people to become happy too, you know, mm-hmm. or if you make your, if you're miserable, then, you know, what, what, what good are you, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I would agree with that. I think that's a big, that was a big thing for me. Also, I, I like, if I could go back in time, like in hindsight, I would just kind of say like, don't try to like control every last situation and try to like predict everything that's going to happen. Like most things, even though you think you have control over them, you don't have control over it, regardless of what you learned growing up, regardless of like the different things that you've been through. Most things are like completely out of your, you know, control in terms of timelines. And you can obviously always control your, yourself but i think that's what you should focus on kind of just like really just you know focus on the effort that you're putting into things versus other things you know making sure they line up you know like don't stress so much about those things um i would say that's one one piece of it um you know don't sweat the small stuff kind of thing that's like that would be one piece of it and the second thing is just like don't compare yourself to anybody kind of just like live your life with you can draw inspiration from other people and i think that's great but you know, like live really with like blinders on and kind of just like compete with yourself always. And, you know, there's always going to be people better than you. There's always going to be people worse than you. And that's fine. You just kind of have to live with that. And just, you know, it's really just like, are you doing what you're passionate about? And are you trying your best to do it to the best of your ability? And that's really all that matters. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Uh, Where can people find you online uh, or contact you or any any plug that you, you would like to plug here? Our website's www.kimandroy.com. Um, and then our Instagram is literally just Kim and Roy. It's Kim underscore and underscore Roy. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> simple. Cool. Yeah. Stop this.